Hello, welcome Safe back. Things. Safe things. Safe things. <laughs> Just really quietly saying that in the background. Sinister. Welcome back to TVI podcast. Carl Donnelly we here. We are TVI. Um, you're going to say your name? Julian Francis. <laughs> <Just> Julian. <laughs> uh, welcome back to this week. I hate saying episode. my own name. Why? I don't know how to say it. Am Just... I pronouncing it right? <laughs> <laughs> Julian. It's a mouthful, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, especially when somebody makes you, when I sort of somebody makes you suddenly question it. Yeah, so, yeah. So now you're like, is it? Am I saying it right? <laughs> um, you're saying it right. But anyway, um, welcome back. This week's episode, we're joined by very funny comedian Josh Pugh. He's really, he's really, Josh is really funny on Twitter. He's and really funny, yeah. Follow him. Look him up. Um, he's a good guy, him. man. In um, uh, he's in the is it? I forgot the name of the town he lives in. Outside of Coventry. Yeah, so it's near Coventry. We talk Coventry. about he lives in a town that's got quite a funny um, sort of annual event. That's one of the ones you'll see on the news. Uh, that's like a funny drinking type sporting event. Uh, we talk about that in length. We'll, we'll post that little link underneath it, maybe on our Patreon. Yeah, so people can see what see the quiet. madness. But, see the um, mad things. See the mad things. Um, quick, two bits of admin. Number one, thanks to all our patrons who've signed up. Patreon.com forward slash we are TVI. We've simplified it. Some people couldn't find the old one. We um, are TVI. Then um, this week we shared quite a silly thing, which was a, a music track that we I knocked Ain't silly about that, mate. It's serious. <laughs> Earnest. Of some choice quotes from You've got to get the messages out, man. <laughs> In a fun, it's fun and learning. It is learning. It's got you know you got a every to day's a school day, mate. <laughs> um, but have a listen if you haven't listened yet. It's good fun. It's a bit of a banger. We're going to put the banging video on Patreon for a little while, aren't we? We also have an idea. Yeah, I think we mentioned it at General the end of release. This. Uh, we we, we talked well, basically if um, if you want to send us a little video on any social media platform of you mouthing along to some of Julian's filthy talk. Then we'll knock it into a little video and we'll put it's it out. It's taken totally in context. Yeah, there's no out of context stuff here. This Julian meant every word he said. But yeah, send if you want to, that'd be fun. Send us footage of you mouthing along, and I'll I'll maybe splice together a little listeners video. And um, but yeah, patrons got a they've got a five day um, preview of that before we put it out live. So if you want to sign up, we're going to be doing things like that in the future. You get extra episodes already, little catch ups that we do only for Patreon. But if not, don't worry. Early bird. Normal podcast. Early bird is the phrase, is it? Yeah. It is, yeah. Early bird. Catches the worm, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers, mate. In case you didn't know the full phrase. <laughs> That's where it came. It comes from that. Yeah. Okay, cool, man. Yeah, I, I read it. That. <laughs> In one of my history books. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, it's a very fun episode. Kick back, enjoy Relax. it. Relax. Share it with your friends if you think they'll like it. Share it and um, rate it on iTunes. I did say that in one of the episodes, so I won't bang on up that, but that wasn't this one, so I should shut up. But um, um, yeah, share yeah, we it. We never, we never asked people. We never asked people I, to rate it anywhere. I went on iTunes for the first time two days ago, and we got some very nice reviews. Yeah, we, <laughs> I never um, and that, some either. good ratings, but keep keep them coming because it's nice and it's more listeners and when you recommend it if you want to don't just call it tvi now so the vegan word doesn't put those murderers off you know what yeah, I mean? so- <laughs> <laughs> just, 
kidding. Put those fucking animals all off. You're <laughs> out there killing people left, right, and centre. You know, we're gonna we want to basically try and lure them in and uh, and then trick them and convert them into exactly. Kabbalah. <laughs> all right. Kick back. Enjoy. Josh Pugh. There we go, we're back. Hold I feel on. like I'm a MC now since that tune got released. We haven't released it on it's not been released yet. Oh, it's it not an LP released. yet. It will have been released by the time people listen to this episode, so so me being in that car and it going to number one, I'll, I might drop that afterwards, innit? Yeah, probably. Basically, jo- welcome Josh Pugh, guest for this week. Hello. Uh, big news is basically, after we did an episode with Jake Lambert, uh, the last episode. During big it, announcement. We had quite a funny little chat where we were basically talking about how we might do a sort of a podcast where me and Julian make sex noises for people to listen to. Yeah. And, uh, and Julian said some sex sexual language which i then took <laughs> I, I took out of the pod i made sort of sort of i took some choice cuts and i turned it into a, a quite a banging house track sampled um, yeah i sampled it uh, I, re- I made a house track called gob in my face by <laughs> by dj bubbles and slimy J. and it's gonna be yeah. <laughs> we're gonna put it out to the world this week so basically oh my god listen out for that it's gonna be a we think it's, it's available on our pa- patreon right now yeah, as everything is like a week before but it's um it will be by the time people are listening to this episode i reckon it will be it'll be available for public consumption yeah sometimes i think being able to publish stuff on the internet isn't always a good thing you know (laughs) (laughs) i think we're about to prove uh you know something should stay on patreon and not released to the rest of the world something should be cancelled but for the for the record, it is an absolute banger. I've got to say, <laughs> it's a just, tune, mate. You might want to get some sand in. Yeah, if, you, if anyone listening, what he's going to listen to it, you know, you drop a pill about half pets. an hour before, <laughs> and also prepare to listen to fucking Julian saying. Have someone there to things. blow some ket up your ass when the beat drops, because <laughs> it, it's heavy. <laughs> Anyway, maybe that's going to be our basically with our new thing might be you no. Know, you only see podcasts we've got like an out of context Twitter handle, which yeah. is funny little quips they've said that don't make any sense out of context. I might, well, I think I'm going to release a out of context uh, house techno album. So that's, that's, that's <laughs> I thought about I thought about doing a, a Twitter, you know, like a full context. Yeah, so every- I, I provide li- <laughs> links to articles, everything <laughs> for every joke you've ever made. <laughs> yeah. PowerPoint. This is it in full context. There we go. Where you were when it was written. Yeah. Yeah. The sort of state of mind you were in <laughs> that allowed for that joke to come. People can just do all the background reading and <laughs> then enjoy it. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Um, anyway, um, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you, where are you? Where are you currently based? I live in a town called Atherston, if we, you've ever heard of that. It's, it's like maybe 15 minutes from Coventry. Yes. So literally bang in the middle of the country. We're famous for, we have like a, a Shrove Tuesday ball game. It's what oh, the yeah. town is famous for. Oh. Where basically the, the throw you use the word famous very loosely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, the old Shrove Tuesday board game was invented there? <laughs> No, ball game. Be ball game. Oh, ball yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, come on, mate. Uh, <laughs> you know it. Yeah, right? you know it now, mate. Come on. Oh. Uh, 
And uh, basically they throw a ball out of a window on the high street at three o'clock and everybody fights for it and whoever's holding it at five o'clock wins. Okay. Two hours yeah. fighting over a ball. You'll get the iPad <laughs> 2 there and that will sort of take over. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, um, we were talking about iPad 1, sorry, just before we... Um, before we hit record. Yeah. That, I think... That one needs some context, I think. <laughs> Full <laughs> context, Julian. Uh, Twitter, then you'll find Josh it. is on an iPad <laughs> one. Um, but my mate Tommy, one of my old, oldest mates, um, like I've known him since school days. He's 93. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's currently shielding from COVID. <laughs> but he, uh, he is, he's a big, like he's into beer, you know, like one of them sort of proper beer, camera beer, not like, yeah, not craft beer, modern beer types. Uh, this like he's proper he, and he goes to beer festivals and like around the country and he's well into all them sort of going to a town that's got a traditional sport and partaking like he went to, yeah he went to that one where people have to run around with a with a barrel of hot tar on their back <laughs> like, he just yeah, goes okay. to these weird villages and like he's yeah. called shopping isn't it things, huh? <laughs> that's called a, the christmas shop <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so well, like the one he, where they roll cheese down a hill and stuff. Yeah, yeah there's stuff like that. Then there's a, a bed race, I think, in Yorkshire where people <laughs> run with a bed through the streets. <laughs> I thought it was going to be uh, like the long, my ex used to do beds, that. which I think Julian won that during <laughs> lockdown one. I might have just witnessed a, a burglary when I was there. I don't know if it's a traditional thing. <laughs> people running around with TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that's looting. Yeah. Um, but so yes, it's, so that's basically that's good in terms of giving us a, a feel for the for the town. Yeah, it's. Um, What's how violent does it get? The two hour. Oh, it's it's terrible. It's two hours, but I think people would do longer. I think they would, would go longer. It's like the it's like the purge, and people kind of settle scores. And I've realised if there ever was a purge situation, I'd probably just go somewhere else. Just go yeah. to like a just go to a cafe in another town. Yeah. While it's exactly. going on. What's um like? Who is have, have you do you have you ever been part of it? When I was like younger, when I was like between when I just left school, and you yeah. think you're the dog's bollocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I used to, yeah, I used to go in, and I remember one year being convinced I was going to win this year. This is my year this year. Yeah. And bef before it even started, a guy stood off a curb and trod on my toe, oh, and I had God. to I had to go back to home retire. To, yeah, home before it even been thrown out. But yeah, no, I wouldn't go in it now. It's, I presume it's, it's quite a drunken affair as well. Yeah, people, uh, people will go in. The, if you're serious about winning, you don't go in at three o'clock because you you burn out. You get your drink uh, until yeah, about twenty two, and then you come out and try and getting ready. You're ready to sort of almost <laughs> you're almost bulletproof when you're that pissed as well. Yeah, you? that's it. Yeah. And what has anyone ever repeat won it? Has there ever been somebody who's... Yeah, there's a few people that have won it. Um, I think the record's like six in a row. Oh my like, God. Who is this like the... monster? <laughs> the Michael <Savage>. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see a documentary about that guy. Oh, mate. The, um... A documentary on Netflix. Yeah. I remember I, I caught the ball once, which just doesn't really happen, but it just kind of landed to me when I was yeah. like, I was, I was a spectator. And a, a guy came running over, Kicked trying to it over the fence. <laughs> yeah, just popped it. <laughs> said, That's ga game over. Pop it, Blew it pop in it the mud. You like to have a look at yourselves yeah. in the mirror. <laughs> yeah. You ain't getting this back, all right? <laughs> this guy tried to like headbutt me. I was like, mate, just just have it. I'm not even playing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in this. You know, have it, you know. Once you're in it, man, that red, he's in the red mist, and he's sort of. Yeah, I was an easy target. I think. <laughs> I think I was wearing chinos. I think you know I wasn't oh. serious. 
yeah do people like wear not armor but do people get sort of padded up for it i think it's like work boots jeans and then like a a rugby top or topless. There's plenty of topless people. Oh, really? That's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. I'd say that's probably your optimum. Like oil, I'd say oil, oil yourself up. Yeah, naked as well. Yeah, I mean, fully naked, I'd say, is the optimum. But then you are going to get your feet stood on by work boots. Get an absolute rock on. Yeah. Go in. <laughs> running around Owner. <laughs> um, but anyway. What did you do before stand-up, Josh? Did you, I, when you were, uh, when you were, didn't you play football? Yeah, I play football now. I play for um, my eyes are fucked. I don't know if you could tell. I'm not looking at any cameras on this. Uh, no, I didn't want to mention it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah, I play. Just um, put a screenshot on Twitter. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So what? Just, what, just one of your sense, eyes. When you say your eyes are fucked, that's obviously. <laughs> so. Context for this. So uh, I've, I've got a condition. It started when I was a kid, and it just got worse. I'm, I'm registered. I'm, I think I'm registered blind now, actually legally. Oh wow! Um, but I can see. I, mean, I can see most things. It's, to me, do you know what I mean, I don't really know any different. Um, and what? Um, so what's your? Is it like a sort of not to get into graphic, but is it a deteriorating thing, or is it just something that means you've got impaired vision? Yeah. So it does deteriorate. But my central vision has deteriorated basically what's going to deteriorate has gone do you know what I mean right. so it's not it's yeah. not going to get any worse than this it's um, out. yeah yeah so it's like my, my central vision so like reading and stuff is difficult i'm not i'm not a reader anyway so <laughs> but it, it's, it's, it's a, really, a better excuse yeah it's a really bad excuse yeah yeah um, I might have so, that then. <laughs> what um <laughs> so what, about, what glasses can't help or anything like that I, I, I haven't tried that, savings. Julian, in, in, my, in my 31 years. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> might have crossed his mind. <laughs> yeah, no, they, they, they don't. Basically, the problem's at the back of my eye. So, like, if you wear, like, you got glasses on there, Carl. So, like, you've, it's your, your lens, essentially. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably your lens. But mine is, like, further back. So, there's nothing looking. They, they do, like, injections and stuff, Ooh. which I don't fancy. And I don't think... They're particularly successful. I don't know so how heroin been... would help, but my, fa- my father-in-law, <laughs> my father-in-law's got a, a degenerative eye disease. No, you know, okay. he's, and he's he's older now. Yeah, but it's um, sadly it is a deteriorating thing. But he goes for I think it's I don't know if it's monthly or quarterly uh, injections in his eyes. They put the, yeah. they put the needle through his eyeball. So he will have and a macula. It, that to me is like fucking that. I, I mean, I'm pretty, I'm not squeamish at all. I can handle injections. Dentists yeah. don't bother me. Nothing like physical really bothers me if it's being done to me, but the thought no. of having, even though I've I, had laser eye surgery, the thought of having a needle in my eye and being able to feel it makes me feel uncomfortable. I could not do any medical procedures. If I get anything, I'll just we'll let it just, just die. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just I'm not having that. a paracetamol. <laughs> That's like um, Julian. You're a bit like that. When we talked, we talked about STI checks. Well, STI checks. Yeah, and they talked can, about the old days when you had to they, put the thing they down. They could all shut down. And you just like said you'd a... rather die of AIDS. Yeah. So then getting you... a swab down the end of oh, my um, penis. Did you ever have that, Josh? I've never had it. No, I've just um, been careful. I wouldn't mind putting my penis in something. That'd be all right. How about a check? They didn't, they didn't <laughs> do that to me. while you're there. See, <laughs> see if you can get some arrangement. <laughs> Bit of give and take. Come on. Yeah, Bit of yin on. and yang. 
but yeah, it's, it's it's weird that I think the eyes definitely are a different. You know, everyone's got a squeamish thing. Some people can't handle getting blood taken, you know, because they can see it in their vein, whatever. But yeah, I, I can't do eyes. that. I can't do blood. I don't mind a bit of blood. I don't mind my blood taken, although I do kind of. It, it does, you know, I do get a little bit anxious. Mm, yeah, I don't I, I understand just, how heroin addicts have just all right with needles. I mean, that they're is brave, man. They are. Do you know what? It doesn't. They're the real heroes. They <laughs> no, but it's, oh. that's a risk reward thing, isn't it? Like, well, it's good. I mean, the reward is the fact that you're a bit scared of needles. Heaven. Yeah, yeah, but the reward for us should be not dying. You know, yeah. going for medical treatment that that should yeah. be rewarding itself. I mean, so, can that's... you drive? Can you drive, Josh? I can't drive now, not anymore. I can't. Um, I mean, I, I would, but that, it, that's the hardest bit is not being able to drive anymore. But yeah. it's also completely unrealistic for me to drive. Do you know what I mean? I would, I would kill someone, man, like instantly. That's yeah. Before I mean, you got Julian in the car. Does, Julian's a, just a bad driver. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, I, I do that. He should is be that? allowed on the roads. Yeah. But, just, yeah. but just, you know, a lack of awareness. Yeah, but eyes oh, 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 are the thing. I think it's because, I don't know if because your eyeball is different. Do you mean it's a different organ to anything else? Isn't it? Just, you know I mean? it feels so much more. I think, I think in parts of your body, I think your eyes and your bollocks just feel so uh, fragile, Beautiful. don't they? Yeah, they just feel like they're made of softer stuff than the rest of your body. They're the yeah. windows to the soul, aren't they? And the eyes are, and the eyes are as well. Yeah, my balls are the windows to my soul. Yeah. I'd actually, say out of anyone I know, that would be most correct for you. Yeah. <laughs> you degenerative bollocks. Well, Judy's deep... got a degenerative eye disease that makes him only watch Pornhub twenty-four hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's uh, so what age were you when it started? Uh, well, when I was a kid, really, it started, but it got a lot worse when I was like early 20s, right? So it's quite a hard age for it to happen as well. Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, you're I was thinking, of, you know, at least, I mean, I'd say teens would have been brutal just being at school, right? But at 20s, you just that's when you're coming into your, your, your yeah, prime, I suppose. At school, man, I couldn't really like um, got to the point where I couldn't see the board anymore or any textbooks, so I was just yeah. just fucking about rather than yeah, asking yeah, yeah. For, really what you should do is have, ask for help or whatever. But I was just, but you ain't a pussy, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. <laughs> if I want to read, pussy I'll read. Out. <laughs> you, I help you, mate. Don't worry about me. <laughs> so, but I mean, but, but before, um, I just had a, like a, an office job before this, and then I've uh, actually gone back to work during lockdown. I've done a done a few things during. I went to like um, like a Royal Mail depot right at the start. Yeah, we had to like sort letters, but I couldn't read any of the. <laughs> I couldn't read any of the postcodes. <laughs> so funny, this is you got the wrong letter during that period. Of someone's time. getting their um, universal credit <laughs> checks around your area. <laughs> The manager was like, you're really fast, Josh. You're a lot faster than everyone else. So I was like, yeah, man. I don't know anything. It's because I don't know shit pigeonhole yeah. the letter goes in. I'm hitting, a, I'm hitting a lot of targets. I mean, to be fair, that's hard. I was a postman for two weeks. 
and uh, two weeks. Yeah. And uh, like the sorting of the mail, man, like coming home late from a gig and being in the sorting office. Uh, I mean, it was the most depressing place I've ever stood in. Yeah, man. And I've been to jail, mate. But, um, <laughs> but it was like, I just, I was getting it all wrong. I was just so tired. Yeah, yeah. I was um, working next to one guy, like the managers there that spoke to this guy like shit. He was like, I don't know where he was from. I think he was Indian. And uh, the speaker like is a real piece of shit. It turned out this guy was like a surgeon in his oh country. Oh God! It's like, I'm That's just, always yeah. the worst. That's one. You know, yeah. that always when it, whenever you hear fucking arseholes like talking about oh yeah, all these bloody immigrants coming over here and taking our jobs. It's like yeah. they forget that like people people are generally who flee countries like Syria and stuff come yeah. in. And then they end up doing shitty jobs. Yeah, that, and that, that you know, in their in their country, they were so advanced and like they were prime you know, minister. Yeah, and, like, and, they, and they've had to flee. <laughs> they're making war. your bed. And suddenly, we, somebody's having a go at them for stealing our jobs, and they're like, "I should be fucking, I should be yeah. employing you, you knob." Agreed. Um, but yeah, it's it's um, that must be a hard, you know. That's like, I I kept. We discussed a lot during the first lockdown about getting jobs. You know, we were like, it's financially i was looking at a point where i was like you know i reckon i could i can ride this out for a while you know just because yeah. for the first time in my life i had a little bit of savings and just just when i was getting on top of it <laughs> everything goes wrong yeah but um but yeah i started I, did, I kept looking at jobs and then the 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 luxury of being a comedian just ruins your view of work because like oh, mate. you know imagine going to do a gig and getting paid you know, even a even a gig that doesn't pay that well, when you do it in minutes and hours, four grand's yeah. four grand, isn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> Great, man. So like, it's just yeah, it's hard, isn't it? It's that hard thing to. I did um, I did a gig the other day, so I've got this other job now, like a, a day thing, and I did that all day, and then I went to do a, a gig at night and got more money for the gig, yeah. and it's like, but I'm, I'm um day one, mate. I was looking as soon as I got locked down. I was like. I catastrophize apparently. I'm like, right. this is. I'm like, this is wiping out everything. This is humans have that's done. A, yeah, that, I mean, that's. But it's not a bad. Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I'm too much of an optimist. I always think I was. I was convinced it was going to last about three weeks. Yeah. You know, like, I was. <laughs> I, I look back now to how naive I was. I was in like, I flew to Australia just when it was all kicking off. Like, and I and I was being told like other comics weren't flying out because they were like Melbourne's going to get cancelled, everything's getting cancelled. Yeah, and I was like, shut up! They're going to cancel the Melbourne Comedy Festival. <laughs> with a fucking bit of bit of flu kicking about, and then yeah. next round I land in Australia, and thirty six hours later, whatever they cancel everything, and I'm just I'm like, all right. I've got to work and more. could you get back then? Could you get back straight? Yeah, away, me yeah. and my wife, we got stuck for a couple of weeks, and then we um they they we find they finally got us on a plane, but. I mean, yeah. The whole time, I was so I was so annoyingly optimistic that it's yeah. You need that though. You do need, it, but also it's naive because like, you know, definitely. I sh I reckon now I don't. I'm, I now I'm a bit beaten down by yeah. it. Like, we're not coming out of lockdown in December. Yeah, I, I was drafting a will mid March. <laughs> <laughs> um, Have you got kids, Josh? No, mate. No kids. I've got. Who's the will going to be to? Um. This Patreon, actually. The comedy. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new thing we're doing. The special yeah. tier. The comedy collective. Like, <laughs> will. Uh, the Live Comedy Association. I always think about, I've not got a will. I've got um, I've got life insurance. But... Yeah, I took that out recently. You have to promise to not kill yourself in the next 12 months. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, can't, I couldn't alter that. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Um, I, Lucky I've you had, said I've had that. it for a few years, and it's. I mean, that, that's just a good thing to have. And also, it does your your premiums tend to stay the same. You know, obviously, if you're not unwell or anything, but your, yeah. the amount that pays out goes up each year. It's like a sort of it rewards you, like for like, oh, if you die next year, you'll get your family get more money. So hold out. Yeah, man. It's yeah, but I've not got. I've I've got, not, I've got life insurance, but um, I've not got a will. Who's is your life insurance? I presume go to your. Um, it actually goes to. I was with um, somebody at the time. It goes to them. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> it goes to them and their new partner. <laughs> they just check the bank statement one day. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, I, I forgot stupid. about that. Um, yeah. I better not die, mate. How early into the relationship did you make you take that out, Julian? Like, just about a week. Dogs. That's normal, though, isn't it? Yeah, I think so, she, she, she asked me when we were on Hinge chatting. <laughs> What's the um? You're you're legally allowed to leave it to anyone, aren't you? You could just leave it to yeah, you could leave definitely. it to an old schoolmate that you've not spoken to in twenty years, just for just a lot. randomly. Yeah, you can leave it to charity. You can leave it to Julian Dean. Just saying, but like, you can leave it to anyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, people leave it to. Yeah, people leave it to pets or, you know, people do it spitefully, will leave it to somebody else, won't they? They'll, you know, rather than give it to their kids uh, or their partner. I, the Irish, my family's Irish and I, the, I've grown up with a lot. I've, I've never known a, a group of people like the Irish where there's more wills that get contested because Irish people are, you know, sort of mm. instinctively spiteful. <laughs> and I, old Irish parents will just actively, like, they'll have four kids and they'll leave everything to one kid who was the one that they thought deserved it the most yeah and they don't think of like the what the fallout of that will be for the four siblings that's bad isn't it i remember i used to work with a guy who lived in tootin and his like he was sort of you know in his 50s he was single um he was i mean he was definitely gay but he'd he'd not you know he'd never come out or sort of didn't know you knew my future self (laughs) (laughs) he was basically from he's from like rural island and, uh, you know, and I think he was just somebody who just wanted to keep things under wraps. So he just sort of lived like a bit of a monk. But he... Um, he That's not me. All his siblings, like, lived in Ireland. His mum lived in Ireland. He moved to London, started working. He'd send back a bit of money for his mum every, you know, every month. And, but he'd hardly ever visit. He said he didn't have a great relationship with him. His siblings stayed in Ireland, looked after her while she was dying and everything. She dies, leaves everything to him. She was like, "Well, he was the one who went out and made his own way. He didn't so didn't hang around." Their time was wasted then. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, and it caused an absolute ruckus. They contested the will, took him to court, and everything. Fucking oh, brutal. Man. I think it's it's actually harder to be left a small amount, as serious as it sounds, because it's very obvious what you've used that money for. Do you know what I mean? Like my. Mean? Uh, so look, my grandma left me like... Get some new kicks on. Nice <laughs> yeah. white white. <laughs> I see what you mean. Funeral. My, my grandma left me like 500 quid and I've bought a fridge freezer with it. That's where she, she, she resides. She, she lives on. But that's quite nice. At least that's something that's helping you day to day with your existence. You know what I mean? It's not like you spend it on a fucking electric scooter or something yeah. <laughs> ride around <laughs> while electric like scooters really. are good though they are pretty good actually I mean fridges I mean, fridges are pretty important aren't they yeah I mean you're going yeah. to get my, my dad left about ago. six grand and um, and it just that was his funeral it's like it just costs a lot doesn't it yeah <laughs> I was I'm going to have a good weekend um, 
I just want to be left somewhere when I go. Just put me somewhere and the council will deal with me eventually. I think there is something to be said for that. Like, Recycle I don't really understand. <laughs> I, you know, often people say no, but, you know, people want the funeral for the for those that are left behind to have a have a thing to agree. But, you know, ultimately that just creates more... Everyone's crying together and all that. I think... It should be up to the person dying. If you don't on want a funeral... Zoom, I think it should be done on Zoom. <laughs> just put a corpse on one camera. Save the travel money. <laughs> and everyone just gets to say stuff to it. No, but I just think you should, you should be allowed to just go, look, when I die, just incinerate me at the hospital. That gets rid of any hassle of organising a funeral. Let everyone just grieve and get on with it. Have they got incinerators at hospitals? <laughs> they must do. What do you think <laughs> they do with all the like medical waste? They take it somewhere. Yeah, what happens? Well, where does it? What happens there? In medical waste must be incinerated, surely. Don't know what is what's medical waste like hands and Blood. stuff. Blood. <laughs> yeah, just loads of just medical. Oh, shit, it's got. Let's tip it down the sink, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I'm gonna stick my neck out here and say that hospitals have incinerators to the point where I'm actually gonna uh, Google this. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do hospitals have incinerators? It's a question that has been asked before. Um, hospital waste incinerators. Here we go. How do oh, for, needle, for needles and stuff? Yeah, maybe. all that stuff. Um, all that nasty shit. All that good shit. <laughs> uh, right. Here we go. I mean, it's really hard to find the answer to this. I just can't. When you're, when you're incorrect. No. I reckon there is. There's got to be. In it. got, stuff has to be burnt, surely. I've seen it in it, films. But I think it's. Oh, it must be true then. You'd see it, when you're at the it's hospital. King you'd see, Kong in a film. You'd see smoke and stuff, surely, when you're at the hospital. You'd see. I think, you know, how many the, times have you gone to hospital and thought, I'm just going to check on their chimney situation? <laughs> <laughs> Tends to be a bit busy. I don't know. I reckon that. I mean, I reckon. I'd imagine they do have a kind of way of dispose. I mean, they definitely have a way of disposing <laughs> of things. They just fucking chuck them out back. Oh, just that bins. <laughs> just lock the door. When everyone's dead on that ward, just shut the door. Lock the door. Just go and work in a different ward. Um, what? I mean, yeah. What's your preference for disposing of your body? Like, are you going to be cremated or would you like to be buried? Me? Yeah. Me? Um, or oh, the burial? You like a burial? Yeah, yeah, like uh, I like the the bleakness of it. It's a bit of a gangster thing as well, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you don't see any gangsters getting uh, cremated. It's true. It, it's graveside, isn't it? Grieving widows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah People yeah. throwing a handful yeah. of dust and dirt on yeah. the yeah. police escort. I'm not into a. I'm not into a graveyard. Like, I like graveyards as places to walk around, but I'm not the into problem is, all the graveyards are all getting taken up, aren't they? Like, they're full up everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Which will I don't know. I've got no preference. I'm not really bothered about dying, but I'm bothered about ageing. That's my uh, obsession. I'm obsessed with... Really? ...getting older. And what I've age watched, are you now? I'm 31. So I watch a lot of uh, videos on YouTube, like a, a band when they're like 18, 19, and yeah. then they'll play the festivals when they're like in the 40s. And it just makes me a bit sad. I think, oh, but it, maybe it should make me happy that they're still doing the, the thing they love. Yeah. I, know you, I know what you mean, though, yeah. But yeah, like I, know, they, I mean, I would say that, yeah, yeah that's something that I think Julian, out, out of all, all the people I know, Julian and Benny Boots would be another person I know who, out of my mates, have definitely are not fans of the aging process 
No. To, to the point where it can ruin the, the present if you're not careful. That's it what definitely... I mean. That's why I don't, I've never, it doesn't even bother me at all. I'm a big, I, I quite like it. Yeah. I think my, my dad's looks all right. He's like, you forget your dad's age. Is it, phys you know is it physical? Is that the main thing you're talking about? Yeah, it's, it's like physically not being able to do what you can do when you're younger and stuff. That's why it's important to keep fit and do like try like just keep fit, isn't it? Yeah. You play football and that. I mean, you yeah. know, anyway, but but then also, I think when you exercise, you can literally measure your physical decline. I know there is that. There is that. You can literally. I used to be able to do this, this at this age. But people and now exercise can... and lift heavy weights still up until they're like sixties and things. Like you can yeah. if you eat. As well, nutrition's a big part, isn't it? Yeah, but obviously, a sixty-year-old at their peak even is not going to be as good as a twenty-five-year-old at their peak, are they? I'm, I'm getting testosterone when I'm sixty anyway. Just going to inject it four <laughs> times a day into my asshole. <laughs> They'll be like, "No, this is meant for the arm." <laughs> like, I don't give a shit. Yeah. You Shut your mouth and stick it up my yeah. arm. <laughs> you can get this as a tablet, Julian. Yeah. <laughs> this is eye wash. Oh God! Have you ever had a suppository? No, I've but I'd, I'd be delighted to. Never. This, this, but I, in, I, I have. I, but I'd rather that than an injection. I'd rather that than intravenous. What I was surprised by. Flu jab straight up there. But when I had um, when I had, I was in hospital when I was in my early twenties, briefly, and uh, I had to have suppositories. What I was really caught off guard by the first time they gave me one. How pleasurable. Just, just no, it was just how far up there they put it like it's not they don't put it in a little bit and let it work its way what in what size dildo was it <laughs> no it was like they put it a full finger's length right up like that. It's and then the you felt his hand both his hands yeah. and your shoulders <laughs> <laughs> no but it, you, it, they've put they've got they've got to get it as far up as they can so it's a full finger's length up and um they do it very quick though it's quite sort of like get in there and out oh, slow down and it's, and it's just yeah, one. It's i was like mate just slow down my time, chief <laughs> buy me a meal chief <laughs> and it's just it's just one though carl it's not a repeated kind of kissed man's neck well, yeah no he, he, had, he had repeated goes just to make sure it was really up there no it was a one it's one and done they just sort of they basically line it up get it just 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 slightly in and then put their finger there and just go whoop like that. I have oh, had a suppository oh. actually, yeah. I have had one. It's fine. And, what, and what's the benefit of that? It just gets into your bloodstream quicker. Well, the, I... the pleasure distracts you from whatever's wrong. <laughs> I um, I wasn't allowed. An was orgasm nil... just takes your mind off of things. <laughs> I was nil by mouth for four days. I couldn't have any food or liquids for four days. So like your doctor's name Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Nil by ass. <laughs> Nil by <laughs> mouth. Trevor by ass. <laughs> Get his party started, Doc. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was so basically. I had to have suppositories. I wasn't allowed to take painkillers orally. Is that a moral thing, Carl? Is that is that religious? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> it was, um, it was, they said, do you, want to, do you want to take these paracetamol or what? I was like, mate, come on. We know what's about to happen. Patient, you're immediately on all fours as soon as a doctor comes in. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was, it was not my choice. Except dicks. But I've got to say, the first one they did, um, I was pretty... I was quite nervous. Like, when they said they've got to give you a suppository, I was a bit nervous. Was it a man or a woman that did it? It and was I know a man. It was a, lovely, it was a lovely, it was a lovely, gay Thai nurse. Oh, it was a, a lovely chap. 
And so obviously he would have known what he was doing. <laughs> <So> <laughs> was, um, but no, he was, man did it with his eyes closed. <laughs> <laughs> he man was great. Bouncy European trance also, I will say he was also quite short. He's probably about five foot three, five foot four. So he, oh, and he didn't have big old sort of claws on him. You know what I mean? Yeah. He made nice it a very ple- pleasure, pleasant experience. And if then, I had, um, you know, like the prostate to. check we should be having done. Um, yeah, the medical one, not the. <laughs> oh yeah. Of an evening. <laughs> but um, I'd prefer a woman to do it than a man. Is that, is that weird? Well, I mean, it's um, it's not your decision. <laughs> it's more that NHS's decision. Well, some people request that, though, don't they? Some anyone who goes into goes, no, I want a woman to do it, shouldn't be allowed to make that decision. That's yeah. what I mean. That's what. Sometimes I, mean. I think the, the chaperones are for the staff. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. We've got a fucking geezer out here. Police escort. <laughs> yeah, I think you're not. A, you shouldn't. A security be, guard. You know, it should. You you can't. Pick a pick. You definitely can't just choose the opposite sex. That's creepy as fuck. I think I think you you might be able to. I think if you specified anything, red flags would be. Do you know what I mean? It's I, a red I agree. Flag. Yeah, yeah. I think they press a bell and they're like, right, we've got one of these guys. Yeah, and you're on you're on the list, mate, for life. <laughs> when that bell goes, if you're a member staff, when that bell goes, you want to be on lunch. You want to yeah, make definitely. sure you're, you're furthest away from the. <laughs> <laughs> It's brutal, isn't it? I, I mean, I always wonder about people who, because obviously people choose to specialise in these areas. It's like gynaecologists. I know yeah, it's like I don't trust any bloke who picks gynaecology. That you've got to be something that you've got a part of you guys. You're a fucking creep. Mate. Yeah, I, I seen somebody. Um, it was like a guy on Twitter. Is uh, a, a comedian actually very pro breastfeeding. Like too, like too pro breastfeeding. Like, like chill out, bruv. Like, but I yeah, mean, like, in what 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 capacity is it? Like, just 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 unprovoked. He's like, you've got they should be they should, they should be able to do this. Day, just as a breastfeed. Never had a kid in yeah. there. They should be able to do that outside my house. Please do it now. Please <laughs> do it. But you know, it's like okay, even like, non mums. Just, just kick your breast out and have some toast. <laughs> Um, it is because I, I since having a baby, uh, I've become a bit of a sort of evangelist for breastfeeding. Like you just become so used to it, and you do think it should be done anywhere. And I don't, I, I've become, but I'm not tweeting about it. I'm not a fucking weirdo. <laughs> well, that's that was his issue. Is it in public? It's going to be. It's not got to be. It, so you should be allowed to do it in public. It should be this is just free. This is not a this is not a response to any article or any anyone just, saying you can't do great. it. No one asked, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got this really angry, passionate argument that no one asked. <laughs> no one's opposing it. Chip, it's right. It is definitely it's a it's a generational thing. I don't think I've no I've not seen anyone under forty ever have an issue with people breastfeeding in public it's always yeah. that generation of like the people, the people <laughs> the people that sort of were of a generation where it was all a bit more everything was kept behind closed doors essentially yeah but i don't think it's as big a i don't think it's an issue i genuinely don't i've not no one said anything to my wife at all when she's whapping them out in public and then she had the baby what about then <laughs> it's a bit more acceptable <laughs> But yeah, I just don't think. I think it's. A, I think it's a real non-issue. You always get some knob who ends up on YouTube where somebody's filmed him, going, "That should be done it. Should be done it home. We're getting out." It's, it's a seventy-five-year-old bloke who's fucking just a knob. Yeah. 
I don't think, yeah. It's one of them things, I, you know, when people always... Only a people, boob, you know what I mean? Exactly. Obviously, the opposite Only is sweet, you can't be a creep and just love it to the point of, like, just somebody's in a cafe, cafe <laughs> and applauding and going, I love it, mate. Keep it up. <laughs> I went to a breastfeeding lesson, obviously, when um, I had a baby. <laughs> a couple and of weeks guy, ago. And the guy... <laughs> this morning. Just and the guy... Um, I went, I, went, I went to a Zoom one and just had my video <laughs> off. <laughs> Accidentally left my mic on and got banned. But I went to one and it was a guy taking the lesson. Don't you think that's odd? No, I do think that's odd. And that's he was a... saying that he gets the baby to practice on his boob. I mean, that's that insane. Needs to, he needs to sort his shit out, mate. He's not going, I don't, I'm not taking any advice off that guy. <laughs> I did think it was odd. Um, but because we did, um, yeah, we did NCT classes, and that's where you have we had a breastfeeding expert do a talk, and she was a lovely lady, and she's so pro, you know, somebody like she was so like your baby should not have anything except your breast for the first six months exclusively, and then preferably for a year, and like she's really. I mean, in an ideal world, but some women find it difficult, don't they? Definitely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I get, but I get her point. She, this, I mean, this chunk the of the cast is. But mental three blokes going actually hang on a sec let's get this breastfeeding thing sorted right um but she's this her argument was people the like companies that sell formula and that the big companies they make it out to be much more difficult than it actually is and most women like it's something like it's less than like one percent of women physically can't breastfeed and they say but it's made out to be a much more difficult process because yeah people to not yeah so what they most women with a little bit of, if they went to a lactation consultant, would would probably be able to work it out. So mm, that's what yeah. she says. I'm, I'm quoting. I'm not saying this isn't a bloke going, birds fucking feed your babies. Come on. Yeah. I think the first like... time mums is more difficult, I think, sometimes. Well, yeah, of course. Cause but they can get they can get the hang of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't, if they give me a ring, I'll, I'll like, help. <laughs> but any, anything that's like that, you know, it's just... Where it's like a bloke just in a position where you just sit. Like, remember when? Remember Gareth Malone, the uh, choir guy? Yeah. And he did that military wives thing. I always felt a bit uncomfortable. Like, all these women's husbands are at war, and you're going to their house to teach them singing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Feels yeah. A bit, yeah. Feels, feels a bit weird. Yeah. It is. I know. There's always an agenda in there. There's always like your fucking suspicion goes up straight away. Maybe I'm just a man who's helping loads of. Fit widows, yeah, all right, bro. <laughs> aye, aye, need an apprentice. That's gonna be hard. We'll start a widows support group. Um, just where we do, we can do Zoom catch ups with them once a week, and uh, then Julian can have his private Zoom messages with her. <laughs> Accidentally sent to everyone. Whoops. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I do with what we were saying about med. Yeah, people in the. Like, it must be a weird thing having to pick a speciality in medicine. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I just do the teeth. I mean, I wouldn't do the teeth because it make me sick. But dentists get paid coins as well. They do. I, I, I honestly think you could do. They pull your teeth out, then drive off in a fucking Merc. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. What was that job? Talk to you like a fucking mafia boss, and then drive off in a fucking limo. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could you could blag it as a GP for a week if you, you know. Yeah, you're easy. Antibiotics, every one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bang them out. He's got a mate. blister on their head. You know, yeah. I'll give you some antibiotics, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just refer, isn't it? Just refer on. Just Always refer. Or often, yeah. You're going to need to see a doctor. I mean, a, a specialist in that. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple of 
comedians do the routine that is, uh, you know, about, you know, the good doctors now sometimes when you, they, you tell them what you've got and they turn and they basically type it into a database. Ask and Jeeves, they yeah. yeah they basically are just Googling it. So like, I I've do seen my doctor with Google open, I think. That's fucking... I mean, you might have just oh. been Googling like it's train times or something. Yeah, yeah. While I was hanging on about my foot. Halfway <laughs> yeah. through. You just on your third fucking ailment. He's like, God. You know, you're, you're only allowed two ailments and 15 yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a big beef, and it? it's when you go in with a list of stuff, that's what they don't want. I, I pretend that it's just one whole thing. Yeah, like, yeah. My foot and hand. <laughs> yeah. Um... My asshole and eyeball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I do. I think GP would be the one you could easily blag. But that's, you know, it takes a lot of training, GP. But then, like, you know, I think. Do you think the people that pick the speciality ones that are a bit dirty, like your bum holes and your, you know, things like that, like, do you reckon they pick it because they know it's going to be less people going for it and it'll be easier to excel at? Maybe. Maybe they just like bum holes. But I think that doctors, like, they see it as just meat. They don't see bodies how we see them, do they? Or they couldn't I mean, open up a brain. I refuse like, to. They're vomiting. still human beings. I don't, I don't give a shit how much Some medical treatment you've had. Every time you see a bum hole, you're still going to think party's going to go, there's a bum hole. I mean, the guy knows, like, yeah. It's, uh... it's got to be a part of them. They're human. I, don't, I refuse to believe, unless they're so sort of, you know... Like sort of a psychotic almost, so they can totally switch off any level. Maybe of... the job kind of mm -hmm. called them, and it was more instinctive, and that is where they would like sell in, and they were just excellent at vaginas. Maybe, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's just a bit on the course that, that's most interested them. You know, when you do like your general medicine, yeah, yeah, yeah. they just just that's what just lit up for them was the the arsehole module. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It definitely would be more like that was their favourite lesson. At least you can specialise in it's one. It's Soul Thursdays. <laughs> <laughs> but at least it's, I suppose it's what. What would you rather be an expert in one thing or a jack of all trades like a GP? Well, I mean, it depends. If they're still experts, though, aren't they? They're like mm. they're still but, they still had to go round each part of the hospital and learn a little bit of everything. Maybe it's um, maybe maybe it's incentivised in some way. Do you know what I mean it's like maths and science teachers? That's the one that we want, that's what we need. Yeah. Everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ev everyone wants to be a PE teacher or a drama teacher. You know, everybody wants to be a dentist or a, you know, an audiologist. We need arsehole people, we need people to come in. <laughs> we need a bunch of arseholes. So you get like a, you sort of get a special, like a golden handshake when you sign up to a it. A brown yeah, handshake. Brown. <laughs> golden shower. A brown finger <laughs> shake. <laughs> Yeah, it's, maybe. maybe. If anyone, if any um, medical professionals listen, which I'm sorry if you to are, insult if you are listening, any I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry for the last ten minutes if you're a medical um, professional, but let us know. Went into it with noble intentions, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, we it's, are just... I don't. Yeah, I no, need no, no. to explain, explain to me though. But again, like if day one, you know, your medical school, you're asking about, you know, when do we get onto the arse? <laughs> That's like, okay. You're not, allowed. you're not allowed on the gynecology course just if day one. Off school. Yeah, those who are too keen for it wouldn't yeah, yeah, yeah. be allowed it. Totally. It should be bestowed. Greatness should be bestowed upon people. Well, it's like that's what they say about uh, leaders, isn't it? Prime ministers and stuff. Some are born great. Some are Anyone who wants greatness. to be prime minister shouldn't be allowed to be prime minister. Yeah, I mean? yeah. That's, yeah. Some of us achieve greatness. <laughs> us. Let's <laughs> not shut that word around, there, mate. <laughs> um, but anyway, but so you have you so you've gone back to what was your 
jo- job you said you've gone back to now, you've got another day job. Yeah, so I, ironically, it's uh, ironically it's helping people get jobs. So okay. people come in that have been oh, cool. made redundant Let's and stuff. Speak to you soon then. <laughs> yeah. we've uh, actually brought you here for this reason where have you been doing that in green rooms <laughs> <laughs> on the forums man is that your new office the glee green room <laughs> so in what for the job centre essentially well it's like uh, we're in the, like an independent thing through the council so the people get sent from the job centre we do the CVs and that and it's it's alright it's kind of nice to meet people and stuff but it's also a bit bleak you know you're getting like People have been engineers for forty years, and yeah. they're like, oh, having I'm to out retrain work. as comedians, as <laughs> yeah. gynos. Yeah. yeah, but we actually had somebody in the other day who was like um, a lighting technician for like Jason Derulo, and not just him. It was like a company. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're like, I'm like yeah, there's it's nothing you can really do at the minute. It's like, brutal, isn't it? Yeah, wow. you forget about. We well, don't forget about those guys, but. I think sometimes comedians we think it's uh, it's only us. Oh yeah, yeah. I, th- I think also, but you, don't, you I mean, you, just, it, you forget the scale of what's happening and how many yeah. industries are gutted and ruined. And like, I had a bit of a not an argument as again. Like, but I did I did a Zoom quiz with my mates on Saturday night, my old sort of like schoolmates and that. And you just forget like how different people see the world based on your sort of scenario i suppose like we we were talking about this second lockdown and i sort of said oh, i think it's a bit you know i think there'd be a better way of doing it i don't think you need to lock everything down fully you know i do think it's you need to have better systems in place and then lockdowns aren't really necessary mm-hmm. uh, and then you know sort of a couple of them were very pro lockdown i'm like you know because they where they they've had people from work die from it and stuff and like so they've got yeah. different experiences and i was like you know that's but that's sad but it's not you know i'm trying yeah. to be objective and see a bigger picture about other people dying from yeah. suicides and mm. you know treatments they haven't got because the hospitals aren't doing non-essential stuff and like i was saying that on a big on a big scale it's fucking it's bigger than just coronavirus definitely and like you but know when- I think people forget that because it's such an emotive issue the problem yeah. is the government get blamed for covid deaths don't they when they're high the other deaths <clears throat> that's the article i read it might have been a bit I seen a thing on the right wing. I don't know. But... <laughs> <laughs> I seen a thing on the telly this morning about the travelling fares. Haven't been out. Their, their yeah. industry's been wiped out. They haven't been able to work since March. Yeah, They've got yeah. to go you back know. to stealing and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tarmac in driveways. <laughs> oh, Not really travellers. Not really. <laughs> But yeah, it's like, you know, it's yeah, but everything. There's so many different industries, so many different jobs, so many different, everything like, you know, I think it's very simplistic just for people to mm. go like, you know, it's just about the, the just about coronavirus sort of, that's not, not to get serious. Suicide but, rate's gone up, hasn't it? It's Domestic. Massive, isn't it? It's mm. good the schools are open because the, there was a lot of kids kind of, you know, that went up as well, that kind of yeah thing. And, um, but yeah. I mean, COVID, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a little bit worrying, isn't it? Well, it is, because it's, it's a new thing that's like doing It's worth keeping an eye on, definitely. I do I think, think that... we need to just, you know, let's not forget about it. <laughs> but I do, yeah, but I think, you know, having, it's, it's got to come a point where, it, where people get a bit more uh, objective about it, you know what I mean? Otherwise, we're just going to keep mm. having the same fucking... Shut down for a bit, open up, shut down everyone. Everyone will just be brassic and fun. Well, until there's a vaccine or there's herd immunity, but 
Yeah, it's like three years. quarters of the population to have it and to have yeah. herd immunity. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, I know. It's at least six hundred. There was something I read that said you there's never there's not there's no example in recent history of herd immunity ever happening without a vaccine. No, no, yeah. Things don't tran- transfer to that level just on yeah. normal. How did the London the the Black Plague finish? Well, everyone died. It, yeah, that was just literally <laughs> <laughs> everyone. Everyone died, <laughs> and then it just went away. So, like, the, oh, the fire of London helped that, didn't it? it did apparently, help it, yeah. <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe that's what we need. <laughs> should we set fire yeah. to the fucking whole city? Get all the doctors, the top surgeons in the world, just tipping petrol all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, let's not let's not even talk about it too much. At least um, it's not the plague. At least, I mean, that's I know it's I mean. serious. I think I, uh, your nose serious. could be falling off and dying yeah. horribly. I, I tried doing a, a bit of stand-up about this. About um, like, at least it is long. You know, if, if it was bowel, it'd be a completely different <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, the whole the whole situation is di- if it's like a sickness and diarrhea thing. The whole, you know, it's a completely different setup. <laughs> it's um, yeah, it would be. I'd argue people would stay at home N- a lot more. N95 pants and stuff. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> N95 nappies, mate. That's what we'd be doing. Um, then all the anti-maskers would be. They could. Anti-pants. They call, them, they call them face nappies, don't they? All the people that you see in Trafalgar <laughs> yeah. Square with their signs. I'm not wearing a face nappy. Where do they get the energy from? Fucking hell. I know, man. Who cares? <laughs> there is that. It's fucking yeah. It must have been like even if like um, I don't know. Even if I did believe it was all a conspiracy, and I was, I, was, I don't think I'd have the fucking energy to go on about it online like something. I know. No. Have you got any friends or anything, Josh, that are like have gone down that rabbit hole during lockdown? No, I think it's. Um, I've I had to stay off social media at the start of it because you know it's. Nobody knows. I, I don't know. Nobody knows. So I, I'd just rather err on the side of caution. Yes. And just wait and see what happens. But I'm suspicious of anybody that's so certain. That you, oh, we're all I know. We're I know. All presented with similar evidence, but yet some people are so certain that it's this way. Oh. I know. And it's the conspiracy so... theorists always know, don't they? And it's like, yeah. oh, well, yeah. but there's not even oh, been any good. There's not even been any good conspiracy theories with this. No, you mean? There's, there's no like, there's nothing interesting other than oh, the government are trying to control us. It's not, it's nothing like, you know. There is, I mean, the Bill Gates wanting to put microchips in people is quite funny. That's a, uh, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a nerd who's a billionaire and now is trying to, you know, he's got a few like a Bond villain or something. Yeah, they to think he's genuinely Austin. like. For what purpose? I don't like really. To evil. Yeah, I mean, we've all got, we've all got iPhone. You can people can exactly. find out where we are anyway if, if they needed to. Exactly, that's the thing I always find fascinating. They're all posting it on their social media things that monitors every mood and every opinion they share. And they're telling you, fuck, you know, you're a sheep, mate, for believing the mainstream. Typing into their iPhone with location on, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sharing their location. I'm at Trafalgar Square. Yeah, no yeah, face, yeah. happy. And you're just like, oh, mate, come on. Have a look. Have a fucking look at yourself. Um, but it's going to be more of it. I've, you know, I reckon this, we're going to have a real... We're gonna have a real spicy uh, November, I reckon, on on social media. Yeah, I think also at the start of it, nobody was really themselves. Everybody was a, a different version of themselves, more angry or more. Yeah. Especially when people's livelihoods are at like risk, people, you know. People I know it is. Um... It's like um, I can't. I mean, I 
can't but you know, but like the, the like the miners strike and stuff. Some people it's just completely different opinions, but could be in the Loads same family. Strike today. <laughs> just want to put that there. <laughs> ben Elton's in the house, guys. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> now, mate. They refused um, to go to school, did they? All the miners. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, what what have you two been doing comedy wise when in full I'm on strike? I went on strike, yeah, yeah, in, in 2014. <laughs> <laughs> um, we well, basically, in clubs that don't book me, I refuse <laughs> to do because <laughs> well, we had like we sort of had a bit of you know, I've got mates up in Scotland who I feel so bad for like comedians who just haven't been at a gig since march yeah. whatever but, but like you know, all the london time, clubs were open. between lockdowns there's a lovely between yes gig. between august and the end of september uh, the end of yeah. october sorry it was fucking wicked like we had yeah. loads of, like all london gigs were open and like it was just really not all of them like some of the big clubs at like the comedy mm. store and that hadn't um sort of because it because that's because they got their million pound payout well there's also the i mean until that came in though i think it was just the it cost of turning it into a, a covid safe environment like they I think they worked out outweighed the you know, because they, obviously their staff are furloughed and that. It made sense to just sort of just try and ride it out. But like, yeah. but there was shitloads of gigs. So like, I was at, I got to a point, I reckon in October, where I was gigging as often as I was pre-lockdown. Yeah, and the gigs were nice because it was like no big groups. People yeah. that really wanted to see comedy. Yeah. The, the, I've the had gigs... a few nice Zoom ones as well. It took me a while to get into it, but the Zoom ones were lovely. Yeah, yeah I don't mind them now, the Zoom. I, I was yeah. a bit hesitant at the start. I think yeah, it's fine. It's again once but again once they worked out how to make it fun, you know, to be able to hear people and like you know just things like that made it. I did some of the early ones back in like April when they were just brutal. Yeah, mate. yeah, I was yeah. just you so couldn't fun. see anyone. Everyone's cameras were off. You could just see loads of names. You're just talking to the abyss. <laughs> You're doing your set. <laughs> You're doing your old set. Just to just silence. Oh, and then you're pausing, like, because on stage you pause a bit, you feel it. On Zoom, it's different, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, I used to mute it and cover the screen, like, with Google and just as if I'm on my own in my room. <laughs> just Google <laughs> chatting away to yourself. Basically what I did, but the last few I've done, I've, yeah, just done it like a normal human being. Yeah. And it was, um, they were really fun, man. Yeah, I think... Book me. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag book me. No, really. <laughs> what are you saying, Josh? Yeah, the, the Zoom, I don't know. There's something about the Zoom ones. It feels a bit of an intrusion into your, you know. There is your, that. Your, There's something like having a bad Zoom gig is worse than a bad yeah. normal gig because like a bad normal gig, you can then go outside and get some air and like name, yeah. on the way home, you can contextualise it. Having a bad Zoom gig, you've had it where you live. <laughs> it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you go to bed with that shitty energy just, in your room. Yeah. But that's it, yeah, you just like... Yeah. Stunk out. You need some air freshener. Yeah. <laughs> and also, my, my Wi-Fi isn't great, so my wife have to say, you can't watch TV while I'm doing this. Right. And then so she's like... She's just got to listen to you bombing in another room. Yeah. <laughs> Come back in, I can stick it back on now. Oh, fuck. That's brutal. Yeah, She's just the other side of your laptop, just watching you die. Comes in with some sage and just sages the room. <laughs> brings, brings a priest a pr- in. Brings Lights a candle. <laughs> it's a fucking exorcism. It's for, yes. They, yeah, that, that, I mean, but to be honest, most of them have been nice. I was lucky. I only did one where it was or yeah I did two where it was total silence like they'd muted everyone you couldn't see anything and it was just I found them hard but once they let people sort of 
once they let you could hear people like it was fine and then i did one where that was a bit uncontrolled and you could just hear too many noises and things like yeah so but yeah i think but I, I, that now. I find it i mean god bless the audience for coming to them but i mean you know you switch on and there's like a couple sat down at the laptop to watch <laughs> just, it. like what are you doing <laughs> like, yeah. this, this, there's anything else on the Just nest. rip apart their sofa. <laughs> <laughs> State of that artwork above your sofas. What the fuck okay. is that, bro? <laughs> it's, but it's, I do think we forget sometimes. It's hard for us to realise. Like, comedy fans who love comedy, like, you know, they love comedy. And if they go to live comedy regularly, you know, it is, a, it is I suppose, a little fix just seeing some live entertainment, even though it's in your room. Because yeah. I I, I'm i way too critical. Initially, I was like, who the fuck's coming to this bullshit? You know, like, yeah. I couldn't get my head around anyone who would go to a Zoom gig or watch a Zoom gig. But then actually, when you put it, you just take yourself out of it. And the fact that you're thinking of it from a performer's perspective, like, you realise yeah. oh, that's nice. They're getting to see a live thing yeah. that's actually... Yeah probably slightly interesting for them because it's bespoke it feels like it's in their house almost and it's interactive mm. as well it can Definitely. be a lot of the time isn't it yeah, so I, yeah I've... <laughs> sometimes they fall over and things <laughs> the, the ipad one's given up on that um oh hello my neighbors have just got a um delivery they were, i could tell they were getting shit faced last night there was a lot of music playing i wonder what food uh, they got good hangover what's good hangover food like indian i, mean, or I don't know what they get like they 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 love it they love an afternoon delivery when they've had a mm. night a night on the sauce oh yeah we don't have delivery where i live it don't, oh, it's too it? it's too rural it's too much of a cycle for what about for um cycle up from greater london <laughs> coventry it's a two and a half hour ride yeah <laughs> spaniard gets there looks like he's on the tour de france <laughs> You'll get Bradley Whatever. Higgins. <laughs> we used to have takeaways where you can you you order it and then they put the takeaway in a taxi and you pay oh for the taxi. God, quality. Yeah, it's. Um, so what it's have you got? Nine quid for a chicken curry. <laughs> the taxi driver's got no customers. Like you're hailing it over. And it's just, <laughs> sorry, mate. Give me this chicken korma on it. <laughs> What's uh, but you, have you got any delivery takeaways in the area? Yeah, we got. Uh, yeah, it's plenty. There's plenty. Oh of right, but they just they're, got, they're um, old school deliveries where they do it themselves. Yeah, you phone them up and you know they come. The out guy's and... son brings it over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Seasons it for you. Funny when you um, have you ever had you? I've had that before, like before delivery and that, where you had the delivery driver shows up and you're like, I don't think you're the normal delivery driver. I reckon delivery driver's sick, and you're like yeah. the guy's mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah. a forty-five-year-old sort of yeah, like, just white that's, bloke. And you're like, what that's are you? that's the other thing with like people having to get different jobs. I had like a moon pig, like delivery, and it was like the, as, dressed as like a policeman. The, <laughs> it's like the biggest like, road man ever. Oh really? Bringing a bunch of flowers, like hope you <laughs> hope you have a very nice day and all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drug yeah, yeah, dealers flowers to for you. Retrain. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come to the alleyway, do the switch, yeah. <laughs> I'm meeting the plug up four. <laughs> um, I used to have. A, I tried to do a routine about it, but I think the problem I had was people heard. People thought I was saying something that was racially dubious, whereas actually I was talking about a certain type. I was basically talking about when it's funny when you um, 
you ever been on like a you phoned a utility company or something like for your phone bill your gas and basically it's a rude boy in the in the call center yeah and yeah the, 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 the sort of routine is yeah. about how funny it is when you meet like a rude boy who's got a job and but they, <laughs> but, they, but they really struggle to not sound like they're just like on the street gonna get a job yeah. in it gonna get a job man pay my way in it but because they always overcompensate i remember i used to i think it was ee so i thought like, i used my to be like sometimes and it'd be like yeah. yes mr donnelly what can i do for you today <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so yes funny. my g you wanna upgrade your broadband blood <laughs> and you just be like every day always say yes i can totally help you with that mr donnelly <laughs> I had, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a guy with EE not long back and you know what they did the processing the stuff on the computer he's talking to me like making conversation he starts telling me about all his white collar fights he has <laughs> and he's like get, he's like get me up on YouTube I was like I'm not he made me like watch <laughs> like, long, like his white collar and he was good he was decent to be fair but yeah but have you ever seen phone shop you ever watch phone shop yeah, yeah. little bits I never watched it's the a, full thing though it's a bit of a that kind of yeah, yeah. situation. We'll um, be doing it soon and just get my stand up up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just me. I won't this one. Let's just watch it. Yeah, yeah I'll sort you out a 24 month contract all in minutes. But before that, have a watch of this. Yeah. Just me at the Glee Club in Birmingham in December. It's, it's my YouTube um, special. At work the other day, I've been there, started beginning of September, and they've just found out. This was the first person's found out this week that I. Oh, do God. Do comedy. So it's just going to. I've all seen you gig and that, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that was. Um, I mean, it was a corporate show. That's that's bad, though, isn't it? That's, I remember I, I remember when I first was doing sort of like. I went full time in comedy in 2007. And then um, I basically. Like, I, I just, it was too soon. I'd, I'd only been doing it two years. And like, I'd sort of just thought, I'm going to try and make a living. I'd, and then after about six months or something you needed, I did like, you needed something to eat <laughs> yeah, well, i just realized i was making you know i was still living in london so cost of living was quite high and you know i was just about scraping by each month and i was seeing how hard it was i thought what i'll do is get a couple of months of temping and then with that extra money i can put that away and like you know and um basically the the, the manager of the department i worked in found out I was a stand-up and he was such a sort of David Brent type uh, oh, yeah. and he made it it was just hell every single thing he said it'd just be like oh, mate, Carl mate you can do that in one of your stand-up sets I was like oh, I fucking want to kill you I mate. kept it a real secret for like the whole time I was in uh, my, my job I just didn't want to tell I told like one person yeah it, people... it just, it just, people don't know how to chat to people don't know how to talk about it without making it a thing I yeah, know. It, also it, felt like weird for trying it a little bit. I just felt weird, like they were gonna be what? You think you're funny or like I mean, I obviously was in the office, but you know, it's like, yeah, I just felt like odd for doing it. Yeah. When I was in a band, I used to hate carrying my guitar. Like yeah. I used to hold it out yeah. as if I'm it's not mine. <laughs> what were <laughs> you gonna say, Josh? Insecure. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, no, there's just no way of presenting it, is there? There's just no way. Like, people keep asking, what were you doing before this? Obviously, I was new. I was like, ah, just, I was freelancing, just, <laughs> yeah. just freelancing and just leaving yeah, it yeah. there. But that's also, I think, because people who don't understand it, that we've got a massive comedy scene in this country, like the club circuit and all that stuff. People think, if you say you're a stand-up, they don't understand, they don't understand that there's, there's, they think there's only John Bishop and like Romesh and the sort of superstars mm. And anyone below that is basically just some wannabe who's desperately trying to get to that. They don't realise you can be a professional comedian. Yeah. They, just... don't, they don't know we're millionaires, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I 
you say it on a chave covered with yeah. a fucking blank Tinder profile. <laughs> and like, they ask like, you know, so I've got a gig at the weekend. They're like, oh, how was it? As if like that was your make or break. Do you know? What yeah. I mean? if, don't expect to see you on Monday. Yeah. See, I did it, and um, yeah, I've just been given my own TV show. <laughs> Um, I've just seen the time. We've got to wrap up. We've been banged on for ages. I didn't see this. Didn't realise how long we've been talking. Um, Mostly arseholes. <laughs> we, we did get mired down in all the arsehole chats. Um, thanks for coming on, Josh. People no can problem. find you online. Thank you're really your your Twitter's very funny. So people should follow you on there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. What's the uh, jo- what is Josh Pugh comic? Josh Pugh comic. Um, Pugh is P U G H. That's it, Julian. Not like a, letting you know, Josh. Not like a church <laughs> pew, which is church pew would be P E W, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I think that's just going to confuse people now. I know. Yeah, it's it's the other pew, P U G H. Um, but people should find you there, and obviously when gigs start up again, people can see you live somewhere. Julian, yeah. any other business? Follow us on Patreon. We've just dropped a single of released. <laughs> house tune um and yeah we do we do extra bits there's like like videos of us doing bits and bobs during the week so name comics that we've been speaking about you do, julian names comics that we've uh, bleeped out so that's <laughs> get on patreon and find us uh slagging off people <laughs> um but uh, that's it josh Pugh, thanks for joining us um, you. we'll see you when things open up again I'm the right brother.